Ladies and gentlemen, it's HodgePodge time. All right, this is the Pot of Thunder and Rock and Roll. Wait, no, 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 that's not what it is. All right, welcome to episode uh, 74 of the Bobby Cast. No, that's not what it is neither. Shoot. What is this? Welcome to the Steve Harvey Show. No, no, that's not it neither. Dang. What is All right, welcome to the HodgePodge Podcast. Today, Julia Capagrassi is on here today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, she got a new single, debut single out. Beauty blue, second chance, Morgan. All right, that was Morgan. Uh, <laughs> just played that. But um, so Julia Capricorn is gonna be on here just a little bit. Um, she's gonna talk about that single. Um, I I, I want to know if it's a true story or not. You're gonna hear that as well. Um, you're also gonna hear why she got into the country music industry or just the music industry. Um, her life growing up, um, the struggles she had, um, getting into the business and everything like that. But hey. It's Tuesday. And you know what happens on Tuesday? Do you? Do you know what happens on Tuesday? Do you know what happens when you listen to HPP on a Tuesday? Yep. You get the hibbity dibbity and back in black, whatever kind of crap that was. But, um, yeah. Tuesday, Julie Capagrassi, go get Morgan. Just played it. Stream it. If you like it, buy it on iTunes or Google Play Music, whatever kind of phone you got. Yeah, it's going to be a good one today. It's going to be fun. Uh, shout out to my boy Adam Scott for uh, suggesting me to her. So, <sighs> man, boring day today. I'm actually sitting in a Fred's Pharmacy. I don't know if you guys have that over there where you're at. We got a Fred's Pharmacy over here sitting in the parking lot because it's still at one it's the time I'm recording this. We're still on Christmas break. So everybody's at the house. And it's a nut house over there. So I try to get some quiet so I can so I can um, come and record and, and get a good interview um, with no kind of in, outside, inside interference. So Julia Capagrassi, come on in just a second. Recorded from all over the globe. Multiple-time world champion pro wrestler, lead singer of Fozzie, and New York Times best-selling author Chris Jericho rocks the podcast world with his podcast, Talk is Jericho, his unique weekly take on all things pop culture and life in general. Sit down with Chris as he interviews some of the biggest names in entertainment and discusses the menina of wrestling, music, television, movies, and, of course, twerking. Why couldn't you do it without twerking? All ages are welcome. There is no ID required. To access the entire Talk is Jericho, just type in Talk is Jericho on Podcast One and PodcastOne.com. Talking openly about anything and everything, Bobby Bones records the podcast from the comfort of his home where he brings in guests from songwriters to musicians to whatever you want to chat on big, comfortable chairs. So type in BobbyCast. That's you can go to wherever you get your podcast. You can type in Bobby Cast as B O B B Y C A S T from Bobby's house, from Bobby's mouth. Walker Hayes brings 
a new studio album, 10 tracks, including the hit You Broke Up With Me, and also including the song Beautiful. Also brings a song that everyone did not think it was going to hit, but it hit big, and it's titled Craig. So go get Walker Hayes' brand new album, Boom, out now. Sitting here with Julia Capagrassi, um, just played Morgan. So I want you to give me just a little background on that uh, on that on that song. Yeah. Um, so that song was basically it was written by it was written you know from a real life experience. Um, I wrote it with um, a guy who a producer out of Antioch, um, Denny Martin, mm-hmm. and it just basically is about you know I think everyone has at least once in their life they come across someone who just you know, it's careless in their relationship and really just only cares about himself. And um, so I just decided to write a song about that um, because I needed some sort of therapy. And I actually, you know, it sounds kind of like, I, I thought I'd never be someone who put someone's name in the title of the song. You know, I didn't want to be that person. But then, you know, this song was written totally for therapeutic reasons. You know, I sat in my apartment and wrote it um, to try to get over this kid. And um, I was like, I'll never play it out, nothing, because it has his name in it. And then I showed it to, you know, my team and my friends, and they said, this is, like, the best song you've ever written. You need to sing it out. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that, and then I just got such a great response that I asked my publicist, I said, what do you think, honestly, should be my next single? And she said, honestly? And I said, yeah. And she said, Morgan. So um, that's pretty much it. It's just one of those experiences that you kind of have to write about um, for therapy reasons, but it turned out okay. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Adam Scott uh, for turning me over to you. Um, how do you know Adam, just just for a little second? Um, well, Adam and I, we met at um, uh, Winners, at Whiskey Jam, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, just three friends of friends, and now we're super close, and... Yeah, he's actually in the other room right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, his number popped up. I was like, uh, okay, wonder what he wants. But all right, it's cool. Um, so, uh, just gonna make a big circle. You got Morgan, which is um, depend on when you listen to this because he stay up for years. Um, it's out now, January fifth of two thousand eighteen. Um, it's available everywhere. I usually say um, stream it, and if you like it, go buy it. Um, so this being this being a next single how how do you feel about, about this song just coming out because it's so personal um well to be honest it's definitely the most personal song i've ever written so it's the fact that i released it is very scary mm-hmm. um you know my last two songs were like there's 
actually very um, pop country-ish, um, very lighthearted. And I wrote those. Uh, those were solo rights of mine. And, like, I still love those songs, but this is the first song that I put out that really, like, gets to my, you know, gets to my heart. So it is a bit scary, but I think the thing about being an artist is that you should be genuine. And I remember, I think it was Miranda Lambert, someone, I think, I don't know if it was the producer of her album, but at the ACMs when they won for The Weight of These Wings, they said, some guy said, you know, you keep it genuine, keep it real, and people will appreciate you for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, when he said that, I was like, okay, now, like, I have faith and I have, you know, um, the courage to release this. Sure. So now, now that we went pretty much in the present, I want to go back to the past, make a full circle. Talk about um, your, your drive to, to, to become this, this, this country singer or, or just singer-songwriter in general. Well, I, you know, I've been singing my entire life. Um, both my my mom and my grandma were um, dancers, so they were in the entertainment industry, and and I've been singing, you know, since I was since I could basically talk. Um, but you know, I I got to high school and I was doing the musical theater thing because that was an outlet mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. for any high schooler, I guess. That and choir were the only two things that really you had. Um, and then I went to college and thought, you know, in college, I went to Indiana. And I went thinking, okay, I'm going to leave this behind. I'm not, I'm like going to join a sorority. You know, I'm just going to do the college thing. And within like a couple months at school, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to sing again. So I like were, I was emailing producers, which I don't like think anyone should do because it can be dangerous and you can get money taken from you. But like, I was um, emailing a bunch of producers and one of them said, yeah, we'll have you sing a couple songs. Let me send you songs. Tell me which ones you like. So you get a chance in the studio. And so I, I drove down here from Indiana during my freshman year, did a few songs and just knew when I was here that I wanted to pursue this full time. So with my parents blessing, I moved down here that September. So with, you just said when you, you emailed a producer, um, that you could get in trouble. Why is there a lot of scammers out there that that say they're producers, or, or what do you mean you get oh, money yeah. to get? Okay. Yeah, people will just take the money. Like it's kind of crazy. You got to be real careful. And luckily, my parents were like, "Okay, if you really want to do this, when you meet that producer, we'll fly down and we'll meet him with you, so that mm-hmm. we know, you know, there's no BS going on here." Sure. Um, and it turned out that producer is amazing. That that producer that was the first person I knew in Nashville is actually Jenny Martin, who wrote on this song, on Morgan. Yeah. So it was a great relationship, and I got real lucky in that point. All right, so talk about meeting um, the producer you're with now. Um, so so do you have a pub deal or anything like that? Mm-mm, no. No pub deal. All right. So talk about um, you meeting the producer that you have now, or do you even have a producer? Yeah, so the producer I used on Morgan, um, he, his name is Scott Newbert, Scotty, mm-hmm. and he, um, he was, I met him because um, he was kind of always in Denny's circle, my first producer, we're always in the circle together, and he's an amazing, Scotty's an, like the best guitarist, I think, acoustic guitarist I've heard in Nashville, mm-hmm. and that's saying something, I mean, he's incredible, and 
So he um, just has a tiny little studio in his house. And at first, we I just wanted to try out some covers with him. Um, you know, some I did Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. It's all on YouTube. And um, Love Me or Leave Me Alone by Dustin Lynch. And um, Bitches by Mitchell Tenpenny. Um, and we started with those. And then I said, hey, can you produce Bush Life Budget? And he did. And then, you know, I, I liked it so much. And I wanted to keep going with him to get on to this next adventure and I said can you produce Morgan and he said of course so that's how I really I got to know him because he was such an amazing guitarist and you know it's really nice how it's really a one-on-one -on -one production experience because he can do everything like he can play every instrument mm -hmm. so it's not like you go in and have the full band and you know everyone's kind of just doing the same old thing that they do, you know, every day, which is awesome. I mean, there are amazing musicians in this town, but with Scotty, it's like you get to say, oh, can I have a little bit more of this slide guitar here? And he'll be like, yeah, let me try something. Let me send you something. You know, it's very, it's very much more of a creative process. Um, so that's why I appreciate him so much. And I think he did an amazing job producing this, um, this single. Sure. So now I'm going to go back a um, little bit further, talk about moving to Nashville because um, you said that um, you, you you went to the Whiskey Riff and blah blah blah. So talk about moving your move to Nashville. So I moved here. I was nineteen. Um, I had just turned nineteen, um, and I basically my parents moved me down. And at first, I really wasn't doing much other than lessons. You know, I really wanted to perfect my craft. I, I went, I took uh, a lot of guitar lessons with Ellen Britton, mm -hmm. um, who's an amazing guitar teacher, by the way, just plugging her real quick. Um, I take voice lessons. I started taking voice lessons with Paul Scott, um, who's now um, on tour with Low Cash. Um, so then after he like got busy with all that, I said, you know, let me try a female vocal coach as well. So now I work with Judy Rodman, who's, amazing she went an acm in the 80s and all that stuff but that's basically the first thing i did when i moved here is just lessons just classes mm -hmm. and then the following summer i did my first i really started getting out there um doing rounds and performances and everything and you know it's, i've come a long way now um considering i just you know i started with rounds the summer of 2016 songwriter rounds and then this past september i was performing for 22,000 people in argentina which was insane so really i think taking that time to perfect my craft when i first moved down here really helped me perform now mm -hmm. so how long when you were emailing um the producers how long before you found someone that you knew was legit and and and, and really cared i mean honestly i really didn't um, I just emailed people, and then he emailed back and was super nice and explained everything, and he kept, he said, you know, I want to talk to you on the phone, I'll talk to your parents on the phone, you know, I want you guys to feel safe and secure in this, and um, so I kind of knew then that he probably was a genuine guy, and then when my parents and I um, came down to meet him to Nashville, you know, I think we could really tell then. Um, and then just the fact that he's proven himself over the years, you know, always has me under his wing. So, um, so I got very lucky with that. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I want to hear about, um, your childhood. You said your grandparents, um, were big into music. Um, so talk about your childhood growing up for a little bit. Yeah. So I was born, 
born um, in New York City. I grew up outside of New York City in Connecticut. Um, basically, just had a real normal childhood. I had an older sister. Um, grew up singing, doing, you know, it's kind of funny, the full school thing, because the first songs I sang at a talent show were from Wicked, the musical. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually brought Adam when we were home visiting my parents to go see Wicked, mm-hmm. which is awesome, and he loved it. Um, but yeah, I just grew up doing that. Really, I did softball. I was big into sports too. I was a bit of a tomboy. Um, before, like late entry school, I did basketball and softball, and grew up and just kept doing the musical theater and started really, really loving country music when I was in high school. And it's pretty much all my friends and I would listen to, you know, at parties and stuff. And uh, yeah, I had the basic, most basic childhood ever. <laughs> So you moved from New York to, to, to Nashville, right? I moved from Connecticut to Nashville. Okay, so you moved from New York to Connecticut to, to, to Nashville. So the web- Yeah, I kinda I kinda I kinda never lived in New York. I was just born in New York and like went home to Connecticut. So what's super cold over there? Um so so the weather now, um well for those that are that are listening later, it's like I think it's where I'm at it's about twenty four. And over in Nashville, I think it got to the close to the single digit of the night. So, so, so the cold really doesn't bother you then much, does it? I mean, that's what a lot of people assume because I'm from Connecticut. But honestly, it's so uh, Connecticut isn't that much. It has a pretty similar climate to Nashville. Mm. Um, the only thing I'd say is maybe it's hotter a few more days of the year in Nashville. It gets colder sooner in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can barely tell a difference. Hmm. Okay, so uh, where did you, when you were, when did you figure out that uh, this music thing is what I want to do? Well, I, I always, I never ever wanted to do anything else. I remember seeing Britney Spears like on TV mm-hmm. and was like, okay, I want to be on stage. That's what I want to do. Um, so I never thought I would do anything else. Never even imagined it. And then, you know, once I got to college and I tried to do something else, then I was like, no, 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 this isn't going to work. I'm going to have to do music the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. So I want to I want to see behind the scenes of, of Morgan. So uh-huh. t- take me take me a little behind the scenes of the writing and, and, and recording, et cetera, et cetera, of Morgan. Yeah, so I, with Morgan, um, basically... You know, I had that awful relationship with someone who was just not nice, not a nice person. Um, and then a few months later, I still, you know, it was kind of when things settled down. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't as upset about it, but I more was like, why? Like, why did you choose to do this? It's like, why would you, thinking about him, like, why would he ever want to hurt someone like that? And so that's when I started writing in my apartment, you know, as I said, as, as therapy and, um, and, you know, the chorus is, um, to Morgan tonight, I'm writing this song to ask you why you had to treat me so wrong. And that's literally what I did. You know, I literally sat in my apartment and started writing the song because I couldn't understand why someone could treat someone like that. Um, and then I was like, okay, I kind of am liking this song. Let me bring it into my, uh, co-write with Denny. And he said, yeah, let's, extend on this on this song and he helped me write the rest of it so 
And then um, a few months, you know, I performed it out a lot, and people liked it, and my team loved it. And um, briefly, it was after Bushnet Budget, and I just asked Scotty. I said, you know, I really want to want to do this one. So he, like I said, he just has a little studio in his house, so it's a real nice, intimate, you know, creative atmosphere, and um, we just went with it. Mm-hmm. So you you are independent, or you're not signed, right? Right. right. No, yeah, I'm independent. Okay, so if if you listen to to the to to Morgan and look at the artwork, it doesn't look very um, independent because there's a lot of people that you know you can they make it on the Word document or anything. So where did you go and get all the artwork and et cetera, et cetera, not to make it look so you know what I mean, like so flimsy or so cheap? Yeah, I actually did it myself. <laughs> okay, I um I had an awesome photographer. I was cool. Um. We took a bunch of pictures down in the gulch in Nashville, and I uh, loved that picture. And so I did, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, adjusting the lighting and everything in the picture. And I, I think I'm pretty good at that. Kind of, you know, I've been doing posting and for a long time now. So I kind of grew up in the prime of social media. So I know how to make things look pretty and then just put a little, went on some website and put a little border on it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's pretty much it. I, I think I have a good... My mom's super creative, so I got that from her side of the family. I just kind of know what looks good and, and what fits the song best. Mm-hmm. So, we're trying... I'm, as, as I wind down here, um, is there any more kind of uh, projects that you have planned in the future? Or, or, or any kind of late 2018? Anything like that that you know of? Not right now. I mean, right now we're just starting off with Morgan. Um, next week we're kicking off my radio tour, mm-hmm. um, which we're basically going all over the country, which is going to be crazy because I haven't been to a lot of places, so I'm excited about that. Um, we also have, just a side note, um, the music video for Morgan is actually coming out tonight. So, um, which, oh, I guess it'll be a few days ago. But the music video, by the time you hear this podcast, is out, so you should go see that too. It was directed by Josh Lockhart. Um, it's starring me, Ethan Zerington, uh, Whitney Colbreth, and it's just you know a really uh, fun video. So check that out as well. On top of the single. All right, so just just the last few questions here. Um, what do you plan to to take this this? Because I know the, 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 the country music is, is not really big on females because they're, they're sexist. Um, just just a little insight. They're, they're sexist, so they're not really going to play a lot of females, which is why I try to break out females more than I do males, which I have had males more than females, but I also support females way more than males because I see the way they're treated, yeah. and, and I think everyone should be equal. Um, so how do you plan to... to bring this to the to any kind of radio stations or anything like that like is there any plan to do that and try to break the barrier between it yeah i mean we're releasing it to radio it releases to radio um on tuesday okay um so we are going for the music road chart um you know it's really something radio is really hard and like you said i don't want to say they're sexist i i, I wouldn't say that because uh, i don't really I go enough about it Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know enough about it, but, you know, it does, I mean, it's a fact that there are less females on the chart uh, than males. And, um, you know, I'm just hoping 
we could get it together and do it. And I, I think a lot of that comes from the listeners. I don't know why listeners um, don't are listening to so much more male music than female, but you know, we just you just gotta try and we're gonna push it as much as we can um, and go to the station. You know, one of the reasons why we're doing the radio tour is so we can go and meet these people and they can meet me and you know they can say, oh no, you know, came all the way out here. Let's at least give her song a try on the radio so yeah I'm, you just have to try and push it there's not much more we can do other than that I just hope people like it and hope for the best so who do you find um who are your music heroes or your, or your music inspirations for 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 writing and recording well you know i love like my favorite artists of all time are Fleetwood Mac number one um, the Eagles, number two, and Bruce Springsteen, number three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, my favorite, like, vocalist ever in my life, I think, is Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have a big range of people I love, and and every person that I grew up listening to, I think, contributes in some way to my songwriting, some way to my recording, to my vocals. And um, just, yeah, it's... I can't even explain who in particular inspires me, like, in a certain... You know, I wouldn't just say Carrie Underwood is my vocal inspiration because I grew up with so many amazing vocalists. They're all my inspiration, and I think I took a little bit from all of them. Mm-hmm. So, my favorite album of all time, um, and one of my favorite artists probably of all time, is John Mayer and the album's Continuum. That 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 was the one album that just spoke to me that was like, the dude is going through what I'm going through at such a young age, yeah. you know. And it's so. Is there any album or artist that does that to you, or has done that to you before? Yeah. So um, it's funny because I didn't mention her before, and you know, I don't look up to her in a lot of ways, but I do look up to her songwriting. I think she's the best songwriter of my generation, and that's Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And her her Speak Now album mm-hmm. is. I mean, she wrote it by herself. Like she's. The lyrics on that album, I mean, one song called Dear John, it starts, the first lines right. of that song are, right. are long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. Mm-hmm. And like that, that was the first line of the song and that just hit you. I mean, she, she is an amazing lyricist. Right. So I think that's the album. I saw, that I got to see it in concert because my friend got tickets and invited me and it was just, you know, I was like emotional and she's she's amazing and she's a great performer as well um you know she has a lot of energy on stage so i look up to her in that way as well right and she's very uh, imaginative in her writing like she's one of the best female writers that, that i think this the 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 music company in general has ever had and and that's one reason that's one thing people don't really understand like you can't write a song and because because there's some people on here that I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to air their episode because they're, they're not genuine. Like there was one, yeah. um, I'm not going to name any names, but if you listen to it, you can f- try to figure it out. There was one where he was like, um, he's not going to compete against um, other artists. And I'm like, well, dude, you need to get out of this. This you need, you need to. This is not the place for you to be. If you're not going to compete. You know, you need to get out and you need to go find something else to do because this is right. a competitive job. This is a competitive industry, business. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's just little things that get on my nerves like that. It's kind of like, well, you know, you're being a dick. You're being a jerk. I'm not going to 
you know, why should I support you when you're, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So, Morgan is out. Um, you got a Twitter or anything like that they can go follow you at? Yeah, um, my Twitter and my Instagram um, are both under just my name, Julia Tapograsi, and my Facebook where I post, you know, a lot of stuff and you can get direct links to everything um, is Julia Tapograsi Music. So it's facebook.com slash Julia Tapograsi Music. And then my website is juliatapograsi.com. Was I saying the last name right when I introduced you, Julia Capograssi? Is yes. that is that correct? Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I appreciate it.